This is the Malloy Jim Jeffries Uncensored Podcast. Warning, this may contain strong language and content. Hold on tight. Here we go. And it's time to check it. It's been a few weeks, actually. One's one of our favourites. Too long. Yeah, too long. It's Jim Jeffries on Malloy. Hey, Jim. It's been a couple of weeks, Jim, since we've been able to catch up with you. You've been on tour, on the moist tour. <laughs> yes. I've been Halloweening. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's been yes. non-stop over here. My in-laws are staying with me. They've come out to stay oh, with yeah. me for a bit. Yeah, great. They came out because to see the baby. You know how the old people, they get very excited <laughs> by the babies. Do you remember that when you have your children? You can say to your mother, you go like this. Like she always, my mother always had power over me. Yeah. Like yeah. she always had the upper hand until I had a kid, and I could go, "That's it. You're not seeing Hank." And then, like, "Oh God, don't take him away from me, please." You have all the power once you have the grandkids. You hold them for ransom. Or you could have like visiting hours. All right, mother, you have one hour. Enjoy. Have a snuggle. None of this. I when I had my boys, all the women in my life, my sisters and mothers and everywhere used to knock me down in a bid to get to the baby. And it oh, must yeah. be something about the smell of a young child or, or a little baby, but would grab it and then fight over it like a bouquet at a wedding <laughs> and then push it to their chest and just smell it. Maybe just all the women in your family are attracted to the smell of shit because they're always... <laughs> Have you thought about that? They're always covered in poo, babies. Why yeah. do they smell so good? They're always sitting in their own shit and they no. smell delightful. Well, I sit in my own shit. No one wants to pick okay. me up. <laughs> I say to you too, after you've burped him, how about burping me? <laughs> Remember the good old days, Mum? And how are the in-laws? Do you get on well? Is yeah. this a great... Oh, yeah, no. I, I, I get is this along. a sitcom in the making? I get along with them. Yeah, yeah. But my mother mother-in-law is is 13 years older than me and my wife is 13 years younger than me i could have gone either way to <laughs> so <laughs> don't rule it out you never it's a, that's a good threat to have you know what you could always pull down the rain here uh, that would go well hey can i i know you've been busy on uh, on the tour your natural habitat how's it been i, I know yeah. you've just uh, done a knockout show in LA. Is it fun? Yeah. Is that like your home ground? Is that is that more fun? That's good. Everyone comes out to see you when you're, when you're in town. That's nice. All my friends show up. I want to start by thanking you because as always we listen to your podcast Yeah, and you said some lovely things about me and this show and I was you, you delighted to hear that and uh, would have been mystifying largely to your international audience but I appreciated it and what I love most, and this is doing my head in, but you did a brilliant thing where you played a clip of us playing a clip of you yeah. <laughs> on your show, and it was doing—it uh, yeah. was like Inception. I'm going. Oh, I don't yeah, know yeah. where we are. All right here. Uh, would you like me to play that clip now, or would that just do if us all? If you in? play that clip right then, yeah, we'll be sucked into a void. <laughs> all right, let's go back. Mick Malloy has just retired from Triple M Australia. I do his show, and they always play a little snippet of the podcast to our Australian listeners. And normally he plays a bit where I say something stupid, and then he goes, what happened there? And then I talk about it, right? This time he said, I have a clip of you talking about The Bachelor. This is the clip. And there's many bombshells in uh, your latest, including... (laughs) 
Your passion for The Bachelor. We're going to be talking about The Bachelor, which is incidentally one of my favourite TV shows, and I'm quite open about it. What's with Katie? She says she found true love, and she still goes mental in the Final Rose episode. Claire, Dale's too far out of your league. What were you <laughs> thinking when she did that whole speech? I will never apologise for love. I always thought that they would dress, because everyone looks so immaculate. You have to bring your own clothes. Yeah. Do you think that I, as a man, would like to watch The Bachelor because there's more women to look at, but I like to see the blokes have a bit of a... We get three group dates, and someone who really wins will get three solo dates. That's the big thing. Can I steal you for a moment? Yeah. That Italian guy that no one liked. Oh, one Pablo. One Pablo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the guys were like, I cannot believe that you want to be the bachelor. He was hit up on Instagram. He's a gorgeous man. In person. Oh my breathtaking. <laughs> he lived on a farm that had a population of like 150 yeah, people. That. There's always a bloke with a guitar who'll find a reason to sing whenever he can because his love for you is something that you don't understand. Hey, so Straight, didn't they have like they had two girls right, in one episode? Shut up. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> You're all in. Fantastic. <laughs> it was non-stop. Thanks to them for playing our podcast. He's been a legend of radio for a very, very long time. He's probably going to play this bit right now. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> so that was us playing a clip of your yeah. podcast, playing a clip of this show, so, playing highlights from your podcast. podcast. Yeah, it was playing the clip and I was laughing over the clip and then I was just laughing again over <laughs> the laughter of me laughing. It's a lot of layers. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, the back Bachelor guy, he came to the gig on the weekend. Oh, look out. And uh, oh, there you go. he had a good sword on his arm. Did he? Was she yeah. a contestant? or She wasn't a contestant. She was just a regular civilian walking around <laughs> who probably saw the show. There's nothing wrong with her. I would have given her roses all day. Yep. <laughs> it would have been a rose shower. Now, the last podcast, uh, you have a fantastic guest. And oh, I'm yeah. fascinated by anything when you lift the skirts. On prison, Dave. Who's the? What's the name of this guy? This is Larry Lawton, uh, Jim. That uh, he had on the podcast. Let's have a listen. Prison time. I'm still known as the biggest jewel robber ever in the United States. Uh, I robbed between 15 and 18 million. I was associated with the Gambino crime family. I went away for not telling. Let me get that straight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I did four 12-year sentences. When I was in prison, I was tortured. Got my law degree. Can't be a lawyer because of my record. I was in maximum security prison. I've been on Con Air 16 times. Oh, cool. And now I developed the number one program in the country helping young people stay out of prison. I blew up YouTube in a year and a half to 1.3 million uh, subscribers. And it's funny because I don't like cops. But then again, I'm an honorary cop, the only one. <laughs> when you've got frequent flyer points on Con Air, <laughs> I think you're a fairly serious customer. Tell me a, a bit about yeah. him because I'm fascinated by this. I reckon his 12 years went pretty quickly because he never shuts up. He kept on talking <laughs> the whole podcast. He, 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 all the other prisoners would have gone, let, let him get at it. No, he was a nice fella. <laughs> He's a nice fella who I think has a few diamonds still buried in someone's backyard. Right, like okay. They didn't find all the stuff yeah. from that fella. No, no, no. It's fascinating to hear those stories because I'm sure like everyone out there, you wonder. Mm. Like, surely the worst thing that could happen in your life is going to jail. And I often work out what are the things that could ever, the way I live my life, what could get me there. Yeah. And short of, I don't know, uh, drink driving a bus. Turning a corner and hitting somebody yeah. who is horrible things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why would you bring that up for? <laughs> it's also like going to jail. If you take the away, it doesn't sound that bad, right? Oh. If you take that away, 
if you sold it, like right. you get to hang out with the guys, yeah. you'll get a, away from social media, clear your head, you'll uh, get three square meals a day. Do you like basketball? Shoot we got hopes. basketball. <laughs> you like working out? We got it all. And you'd be like, where can I sign? And just as you're about to sign, the guy goes, yeah, probably you'll get. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. Like, it's just, uh, without that, I'd be all on board. They've ruined it with that aspect. Jim, I've always said this. I think the greatest sexual encounter weighted in the male's favour would be the conjugal visit. And I've just before I die, I'd kill for one. Imagine that. The woman comes in, no time for small talk, just uh, bing, bang, boom, mm. and then you go, mm. thanks, next time, bring me some sickies. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. can you imagine? Yeah, that'd be fantastic. You'd be getting more sex than you're getting now. I've got a story, right? I always forget that as an Australian, I talk differently than the people who are around me. Right. I've been here for over a decade, but it still creeps up on me every now and again. Yeah. So I go out with my son to take him trick-or-treating, and one of his mates comes with her mother, right, and he's dressed like a superhero, mm. right? Yeah. I said, oh, I like your little outfit, you little bugger. Yeah. I go, go off, you little bugger, and like that, right? The kids ran off to go trick-or-treat, and the mother just turned to me and went, I'm sorry, uh, what did you just call my son? <laughs> And I said, ah, oh, a little, a little bugger. I go, it's like, um, it's like Australian for rascal. It's like calling yeah, him a rascal. Yeah, and yeah. she was like, oh, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to start calling people that, the little buggers. Look at the little buggers. Oh, yeah. And she goes, uh, where does it come from? And I went, it's short for the word buggery. <laughs> Anyhow, good to see you. Here's your lollies. If you're in the mood, here's my card. That's a real Australian term that it comes from buggery, right? It was like King Henry V or something brought in the Buggery Act in the 1600s to stop sodomy, right? And we just call our kids, you little buggers. Oh, we're a fun nation of people. That's the way we roll. Can I say, you, I know you're a fan of The Bachelor, which is kind of like a daily oh, show. Yes. I, I deal with it at the other end where people ring up and I try to adjudicate on domestic matters. For example, we had, we had one caller who, uh, a girl who came and said she busted her husband who was uh, up in the Gold Coast and he rang her up and said, I can't come home uh, this weekend. I've been snowed under at work, so I'm really sorry. Mm. And she goes, well, that's interesting because you'll find my phone app is telling me you're in Bathurst. <laughs> Wait a minute. What I don't understand about that is you go to the Gold Coast to have an affair. Who goes to Bathurst? How <laughs> rough was his wife to begin with that he found a bird in Bathurst that was better? Well, that's right. And I'm, I'm guessing you make a good point, actually. Mm. Why the hell was she allowing him to go to Gold Coast in the first place? But anyway, she busted <laughs> him, and that's what I deal with. I yeah. mend... Bridges. Obviously, I'm I'm uniquely qualified because I'm a basically a middle aged alcoholic who's never been married. So it <laughs> yeah, yeah. just feels like, like I should be giving relationship to advice to other people. My wife came to me the other day, and because uh, her mother's here, and she came up to me and she goes, "My mother noticed whenever I talk to you, you flinch. Are you scared? Why do you do that?" And I went, "Because I'm scared of you." <laughs> and uh, I. <laughs> 
How do I stop being scared of my wife? You see, we're at the three-month mark of the uh, baby. It's still a very tense time. I always think that about the baby. My wife, every time the baby vomits, she's like, oh, he vomited. I'm like, it's a fucking baby. That's what it's meant to do. And then she goes, oh, it's been crying all day. Once again, refer to my uh, last comment. It's a fucking baby. It's meant to cry all the time. My wife always tells me things about the baby that I expect. If I came home and she's like, it's talking in sentences, I'd be like, well, that is remarkable. We should check that <laughs> everything else is like it can't walk and it's just rolling around on the floor oh, it's a fucking baby yeah i've got some advice for you jim and yeah. that is every time you're with the woman or your wife who complains about the baby just remind her that she is biologically evolved to do this right. it's not like she's special or has a skill. oh they love that oh, right. they love yeah. that. please do that just <laughs> can you do that just try that on for me and get back to me and see i'll you tell go. you what another fun thing to say to them is this you go <laughs> Oh, come on now. There's people in huts in Africa doing this. Oh, that. That goes down a fucking treat. That one, you'll get a happy wife and a happy life, won't you? Well, what I often say is I go, come on. You know what? Elephants are pregnant for 22 months. You really need to, you know, dial it down. (laughs) Imagine that, Jim. Imagine being with you. Imagine if your partner was pregnant for 22 months. That's a lot of back rubs. That is a lot of foot rubs. That is. Anyway, maybe this counselling thing is not a good idea. (laughs) I get get what you're saying. Me and you probably aren't the guys to speak on relationships together. Have you tried doing this with a woman in the room and see how it went down? Uh, no, I haven't yet, um, but I look forward to it. I might do it in my live shows, which are forthcoming. Do you know what I used to do? This is a bit I used to do on stage, which, which always used to make me laugh, is I would go, oh, I'd put up your hand in the room if you're, uh, if you're engaged. All right, how long? I want to find the person who's been engaged the longest but not married, and you can see the blokes looking at you like, thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah, and you go yeah. through, and eventually women are poking up, yeah, four years, four <laughs> years, I'm going, oh, that's a long time. Here, Eleven. <laughs> I go, a what? 11? Stand up, sir. Stand up. He's going, this has got to be a quiet trip home in the car. <laughs> and he's yeah. going, I'm going, what do you do? What you can do better? And it was, for relationships, uh, probably the opposite of advice. It was, I was destroying relationships as we speak. I used to do that when I was in like a small comedy club and things weren't going particularly well. You, you'd do the whole, how long have you been together? And now they say five years. Why? What do you think at the six year mark? It's going to kick in, mate. You're going to be ready to go. So so I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm in a gig in Warrington. In, it's, it's up near yep. Liverpool in England. I'm in this little gig above a pub, right? I'm doing this gig. And uh, I said to this couple in the front row, how long have you been together? And he goes, uh, six years, like that, right? And I said, oh, how fucking long are you going to wait, mate? How long are you going to wait? Blah, 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 blah. And the guy stood up, got down on one knee and pulled a ring out. And he said, oh, wow. you did this same routine with us two years ago when we came. <laughs> so he was... That's <laughs> <laughs> a good result, though. <laughs> he was That's all prepped. A... <laughs> one thing we can guarantee is that Jim Jeffries is going to be a hack and repeat the same fucking routine. <laughs> And then what we'll do is I'll propose then. Oh, he nailed me to the wall, that fella. Another good one I, is, is to ask who's been married the longest. And when they go, who's been married the longest? And what I love is as it escalates, people clap harder. And they go, so how long have you been married? 40 years. And people go, oh, Jesus, you must <laughs> yeah. be awesome. Imagine that. That is, I don't know how you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's ever like, congratulations, aren't you too lucky? It's always like, that's, wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what's your secret? I always look at people who have been married for 50 years and I think to myself, 
I don't know if I can. I don't know. Like, my wife can be wifey. Right? But, you know, I look at it the same way as when I looked at Michael Jordan play basketball. I understand we're the same species, but he obviously has a different skill set. Right? <laughs> you know, yes. It is true. You see, you see those couples that have been together for 50 years go, geez, you two must be equal amount of boring. <laughs> make that right. work. I love it when you go to a restaurant and you see a couple sitting there and they do not say a word. Now, there's two paths here. Either you're very yeah. comfortable with each other or you secretly want to pick that fork up and stab <laughs> that guy in the eye. And it can't work yeah, yeah. out which one it is. Mm. Oh, no, I, I love my wife. But if she goes first, that would be good for me. <laughs> um, Okay. okay, on that bombshell, Jim, we're going to go. Have you got any Australian dates that we can mention at this time? Uh, I believe I'm coming back in June. There was there was a little news story that I might be doing a movie in May, but I'm I'm, I'm going to reschedule Fantastic. the shows in June. So awesome. movie porno? Uh, it, well, it, me, Reese Darby, uh, Monty Franklin, and John Cleese doing oh, a movie about the movie the, the Emu War in uh, Western Australia. So Fantastic. so who knows? But they they released it. I I didn't know I had the part. I know they were saying that. I might have the part. I read about it in fucking The Hollywood Reporter like everybody else. I was like, oh, I, they post them and oh, that's good. I got a job. Yeah, well, may I remind you, you had the job for Australia's Got Talent too. So things can change oh, pretty, yeah. pretty quickly. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. All right, lads. Great to catch good up with you, you and we'll speak to you again next week. You got Jim it. Jeffries, everybody. It's Malloy Triple M. This has been the Malloy Jim Jeffries Uncensored Podcast. Catch more of Jim on Malloy Thursday for the drive home on Triple M or stream it on the listener app.